Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for... And, and Another, Another Thing. Thing. Where we talk about current events, pop culture, things we love, things we don't, all slathered in gobs of laughter, and all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for... And, and Another, Another Thing, Thing with Darcy and, and Kelly. The Podcast. Hello, thingies. This is Darcy. And this is Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us. Today's podcast is entitled Witchcraft, Lies, and Murder. And it's, and it's only, only Monday. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. As per usual, we tried to keep it light, but the world is dark, y'all. Right yeah, now, there are things dark. happening. It is dark. Oh, really quickly off the bat. We should probably acknowledge the passings this week. We lost Miss Loretta Lynn, yes, icon of country, country music. Yes. And just so y'all know, uh, she was writing songs about feminism before it was okay. Yeah, she was. She wrote a rock song about the pill. Yep. Yeah. Which is amazing. But also yesterday, Judy Tenuta died. I know the love goddess. And she didn't even trend on Twitter that I saw. I was like, that is a that is a travesty. But I have a lot, a lot, a lot of Facebook friends who are actual friends with her that just mm. gave just an outpouring of Aww. tributes and how what a wonderful person she was and Aww. so generous and one woman was like I thought she'd had this beat I really thought she had this beat I saw her like two months ago and she looked great and was it cancer yeah Aww. cervical cancer oh god Ugh. anyway blessings ladies yes. thank you for being trailblazers in your fields and Rest we just wanted power. to Absolutely. honor you before we got into all the garbage we're going to talk about this week so dumpster uh, fire seriously so let's talk about uh herschel walker let's do or as um <laughs> somebody called him mumbles mctouchdown <laughs> which i think is hilarious that's, that's like awesome. almost as funny as uh rapey mcgee <laughs> oh, rapey mcforehead rapey mcforehead for uh bets like, but um yeah. yeah mumbles mctouchdown let's talk about him yeah so this week, a woman came out and said, he paid me to get an abortion. I've got the receipts and she had them. And, and a get well card. And a get well card <laughs> signed by him. That had the check to repay her for the abortion in it. Yes. But he's lying and saying it's not true. Like the whole time. Because he's running on a very, very strict pro-life agenda yeah. that all abortion should be banned yes yes his handlers are giving him the talking points which i'll talk about in a minute yeah but what's interesting is you know basically she came up because she was like a, the hypocrisy is ridiculous and here's the thing about that couple he twice more offered to pay for two more abortions but she's yeah she, and she kept the babies on other she has two the other one she one has child. one is yep. a child of his and yep. so i do have to ask this question at what point do folks decide, hmm, maybe we should use contraception? <laughs> or maybe this man is not good for me. Or that or forget too. Forget that. But that too. Yeah. But at like, what point do you say, um. Like, are you really that fertile lady that, you know, because well, it just it seems like, like. he is. It sounds like his, his <laughs> sperm are like. sperm. Are, yeah. Are like Michael Phelps swimmers. They're like, yeah. uh, swim against all odds. He's mm. got, 
Katie Ledecky's up all, all right, up in his right, sack. Right, right, Oh, my God. Um, but anyway, that was a question that occurred to me. I was like, but she said she came up because she couldn't take the hypocrisy of what he was running on when he paid for an abortion for her right. and offered to do pay for and at least two more. as did his son, Christian Walker, who is a conservative. He's gay. He's a conservative and I'm using finger quotes, journalist. He says he's a conservative mm. journalist. I don't know what he journals. Yeah. Maybe he writes his diary. <laughs> um, but he finally came out and said, nope, I was, I was behind you at the beginning, but this is ridiculous, and nobody wanted you to run, and you're embarrassing all of us. And didn't he, he's the one that got on video on Instagram, right? Yep. And And just basically talked about what a horrible dad the guy's exactly. been. And how he's never been there for him, and he's got all sorts of half siblings and well here's the thing um sorry and another thing ding, ding. we forgot our bell Darcy looks I'm around furiously for our bell and here we go <laughs> <clears throat> so it, he's obviously been put to run by conservatives because the incumbent in georgia that he's running against is also an african-american man so right. they Ralph thought Warnick. we're gonna yeah we're Reverend gonna pander Warnick to our constituents and say, well, a white conservative can't beat a black man, but a black conservative can. Well, here's why it's so insulting um, for a lot of reasons. But um, he talks about the old tropes of the bad black father mm. that the conservatives talk about. So that's what he's, he's, you know, one of his things about deadbeat dads and, you <laughs> know, I'm a black man who takes my children seriously and I'm in the home and blah, blah, blah. But he's doing exactly that. Mm. And he's bald-faced lying about it. Yeah. I, now, this woman who keep, remains unnamed because she's trying to protect her son, so right. we don't know what her name is, but she says that he has uh, paid his child support for him, but he hasn't spoken to the kid in six and a half years, right. or her, right. and has met him three times since the child was born. So he throws money at it. Yeah. So the difference between he's not a deadbeat dad, he's just a, an absent An father. absentee dad. Yeah, which is no better. Seriously. So I really feel like the conservatives, and guess who, folks, are two of his major supporters? Who could Lauren, they be? <laughs> Lauren Bobart and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene are two of his unwavering supporters. Um, so I feel like they're trotting him out, and they're like, look, if a black man agrees with our politics, mm -hmm. what could go wrong? Right. I really feel like they're yeah. using him. and. He's just lied about so many things. Everything. Lied about where he went to college. He that lied he graduated about... with in the top of his uh, in the yeah. top of his class, and he never finished college, folks. He went to the NFL, or the he didn't go to the NFL. He went to the AF, whatever. He anyway. He went to professional football. Mm -hmm. He never graduated. Yeah. But he said I graduated in the top one percent. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? His running mate was summa cum laude from Morehouse. And he has two master's degrees and a doctorate in theology. Mm. Uh, and preaches at the church Dr. Martin Luther King correct. used to pastor. Correct. Not for yeah. nothing. And so they're putting Mumbles McTouchdown next <laughs> up against him. And he lied and said he was law enforcement and part of an FBI agent. Mm -hmm. Lied about a business. I think that he had, he claimed that he created this business or something and never existed or something like that. Like this man is continuous at just lying and lying and lying. But the thing is, uh, the base doesn't care. We let Trump get, they let, yeah. we, they let Trump get away with it. Yeah. They don't care. Well, and you know, Dana Lash, who is the former spokesperson, <laughs> the former spokesperson of the NRA said this week, I don't care 
if he aborted endangered baby eagles. I want control of the Senate. Like, this is the thing, y'all. Republicans, because that's what they are now, um, are blatantly telling you we want power. We don't care about people. We just want power. Like, she couldn't, they're screaming it in your face and you don't care about it. Right. I, I don't understand. I, I don't either. And I have to tell you, if I were a black person in Georgia, I would be so insulted totally. that they feel like this is, um, so, um, I, but this I, is the best they can right, do right. for the black community. Fuck so I, I pulled, yeah, I pulled a couple of quotes. Um, oh goody. cause, uh, <laughs> I just, I mean, let me just say that Football um, head injuries are no joke. I truly yeah. believe that he probably has um, brain damage. And that's not, yeah. that's, I'm not taking that lightly. I believe he has brain damage. Mm -hmm. um, but here are just some things he said. Well, first of all, about being a, an FBI agent, because he showed that he has a, a card given to him by a police department saying he's a special agent, which is pretty much the same thing as, you know, your kid's Paw Patrol badge. <laughs> I mean, it's like... And then he said he, he was at Quant, uh, Quantana, Quant, Quantico, Quantico. Quantico, yeah. And um, that he did FBI training, which is completely false because you have to have a college degree in order to be an FBI agent, which he does not, even though he graduated, finger quotes again, at the top of his class. Okay, so when asked what his, what the, what his women, issue, what he felt were the top three women's issues, he said, and I quote, crime, the economy, and gas prices. Um, because women have to buy groceries and they have to drive to the store. <laughs> <laughs> that is why, those are the biggest oh issues facing God. women, is uh, meat is too expensive and gas is too expensive because we have to. And then he started off, um, he started a press conference with, and I quote, let me start this off with two words, made in America. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah. And he's out running up against the incumbent who's Kumasam Lad from Morehouse. That's the thing that should concern anybody voting for that party that they are running the dumbest mofos on the planet. Like, you should be concerned that stupid people, uneducated, stupid people are being, you know, well, that's presented what, to you. That's what his incumbent is. He said, it's just insulting. It's insulting. And like I said, if I were a voter in Georgia, I'd be insulted. Mm. But in particularly, in particular, if I were a black voter in Georgia, mm. I would be saying you are insulting my intelligence and fuck you. And Christians, yeah, you should be insulted as well because Newt Gingrich, who somehow is still alive and speaking, I thought whatever, he died a long time whatever, ago, but anyway, still alive, but gets on Fox and says, you know, and talks about how um, devoted to Christ Herschel Walker is. And I'm like, this is a, if that's the case, you know, I'm like, this is a man who is not presenting with the fruit of an, a, a devoted Christian man. Right. He is fathering babies all over the place. He is not taking responsibility for his life. He is a con, what's the word at lot, the liar, the perpetual, sociopath. The, yeah, sociopath, but the, uh, what's the word? Something liar. He's a pathological, whatever, pathological liar. liar, you know, all that kind of thing. And it's like, uh, when did Christians stop caring about the integrity, at least yeah. of the politicians yeah. that they vote for? Yeah. This is a man who doesn't 
you know, same as, as Drumpf. I guess once they opened the door to Drumpf, who shows no, you know, um, evidence whatsoever of being a Christian, they, they don't care about that as right. long as they're promised that their, but they quote, swear, values right, are, but they you know, swear that, that God, that Christ sent Trump mm. here. And they're like, well, God forgives all. I mean, yeah, he does, but he also requires repentance. It's one thing if this had all happened in his past and he has made up for it and he's had some years of showing that he has changed his ways and blah, blah, blah. He has not. Not only that, he's doubled down. He's doubling yeah. down on the lies. Doubling down it's on the lies. It's not that he's saying, okay, you guys caught me. Look, right. I am just trying to That do would be right. better. That would be like, you know what? I was a bum. I did terrible things and I'm trying to be better and, I, and I'm working on that. That's, that's different. That's, yeah. Not that I he could still be that. qualified. But, no, and, you know. and that's the thing that everybody's saying. I mean, the, the most egregious part of this is that he's completely mm. unqualified to do this yeah. job. You know. So that's Herschel Walker. Let us know Shoot. what you think. Wow. Ugh, what a hot mess. Anyway, go Reverend Warnick. Yeah, mumbles McTouchdown. God bless us all. God bless us all. Okay. So next we have something uh, particularly dark, I have to say. Yeah, this is bad. Um, in Thailand this week, Thailand. Thailand. Thailand, sorry. That's, <laughs> no, I love that's that. my 13 years of Tennessee living, Nashville. I love that. Thailand. You know, Thailand. Um, Thailand, a former police officer. A real police officer, not a Herschel Walker police officer. Yes. He was legitimately a police officer. Yes walked into a daycare and killed at least as, as of today 36 people 37 it went up did it and 23 of them were children 23 of them were children between and, two and five years old yeah because it was a daycare toddlers y'all toddlers while they were napping on their little mats and here's the thing too that i didn't realize about this he used a pistol a nine millimeter pistol he didn't have an AR-15 or an AK-47 or he's just spraying bullets, which means he had to stand there and aim. It gets worse. Great. What Most else? Most of the children were stabbed, which is even more personal. They weren't I even shot. That. Yeah. Most of the children were stabbed. And oh they've said Lord. that stabbing, one of the reasons that very few people, you know, it's, it's really heinous. It's bink, bink. Um, law and order, it's particularly heinous because you have to be right there. You have to be next to the person. They said most of the children were oh just flashed God, with I a knife. Oh my God, I missed that part. Yeah. I'd heard that early photographs, there were children with slashes across yeah, their face. And I assumed that was grazing. Nope. But they, oh my Lord. he stabbed most uh, of them. I'm going to be sick. Yeah. How do you, you know, I know a lot of people who don't like children. <laughs> I know a lot of people who don't know what to do with toddlers and don't like them, but I can't imagine anybody I know thinking that they should be killed or anyone who would, <clears throat> excuse me, dislike a two-year-old so much that they would be okay with stabbing well, or shooting one. He went to the daycare center to pick up his son. His son was not there. Okay. He had come from court. Um, he's being uh, indicted on drug charges. So he's been taken right. off the, the the force. And been fired about a year right. the, earlier this year. Correct. Um, so he was in court and he went to the daycare center to pick up his son. They were told his son's not, not there. He was told his son's not there. And that's when he just lost his shit and started firing. He killed the two people who told him that. Mm. One was a pregnant woman, eight months pregnant. Jesus. 
And then he barged into uh, one of the classrooms where the kids were taking naps and just started slashing. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't even. So then on his way home and his name, and the only reason I'm saying his name, because may you spit every time you say his name is Panya Kamrapan. Panya Kamrapan. And um, they said, well, he walked home. He walked home from the daycare center and he literally killed everybody he came into contact with on his way home. That's why the death toll has risen. And then he killed his wife and son before killing himself when he got home. I knew about that part. <clears throat> I did not know these extra details. Um, unfortunately, I did a deep dive this morning and I wish I had not. Uh, and, um, and just as an aside, I have a couple thoughts. Um, so Thailand, Thailand, I love Thailand, has strict gun laws. Um, yeah. But he was law enforcement, so he had the gun legally. Mm -hmm. And as Darcy said, it was a pistol. It was not a fast. So he had to. He also had to reload. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't understand. I don't know. It was a nine millimeter pistol. Uh, you gun aficionados, how many rounds does it hold? I I don't know. Mm -hmm. But shooting that I'm many assuming people. Assuming the normal six isn't generally I six. I think. I honestly don't know. Yeah, don't hold me to so that. So he had to stand there and. Um, and reload, I guess, but it's just, it's just, uh, it's beyond horrible. It's beyond horrible. And I feel like, you know, we're always saying that America has the worst, um, you know, the worst shootings and, and we, we, you know, there are probably two this week. I think there were, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. um, but at what point is that the world is watching us? Right. Right. Is, are we setting the precedent for somebody who's disgruntled because he's going to be brought totally up on possible. drug charges, charges and mm. what, are they, what would they do in America? I, mm. I don't know. I honestly don't know, but it's, it's horrific. You know, it's interesting too. I was thinking about this the other day that we used to have the phrase he or she went postal. Yeah. Cause long ago when we were young, we were young, high schoolish. Yeah. Somebody went and, sh you know, a postal worker went and shot up the post office right. and they blamed the post office for treating him badly, you know? And that was before we had, to my knowledge, I don't think we were having many mass shootings no. per week at the time. No, and it was like, oh, That yeah. was pre-Reagan when Reagan allowed military-grade weapons back on when they let the law expire that citizens could not well, own military Well, and it weapons. was, um, you know, it was a perfect storm. He let that back in, and then he um, opened up the... Um, the uh, Institutions, the institutions, yeah, yeah. And, and said that out. it wasn't lawful to have them in. So you have a perfect storm of putting, uh, you know, automatic weapons back in the marketplace and allowing a bunch of mentally, mentally Ill disturbed people, people out on the out into the world. Yeah. Good job, Reagan. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I do not feel I feel not good in my stomach yeah, right now I either. And we're not gonna get any better. Because we're going to talk about crazy pants terrorist, if you ask me, Dr. Oz. I think it's a little better than, uh, I think, uh, let's give Dr. Oz, although I hate him. Yeah. I hate him with a capital ha. Ha. Um, it's better than children being stabbed. Yes. But yes. But, but we, he is, uh, I've, I've hated him for a long time because his show was constantly every single day. It was about, if you don't lose weight, you're going right. to die because right. of this or that. The other it was just terrorizing people into trying to make them lose weight. And it's, yeah. it's just freaking nonsense. 
And it's like, how does this guy go from being a very well-respected, renowned heart surgeon into this crazy buffoon. motherfucker? He's a buffoon. Like, he is a buffoon. And he's running in Pennsylvania where he's never freaking lived. And, and it's getting close between him and Fetterman. Fetterman, who I just read this morning and didn't realize this, suffered a stroke earlier this year. So he's having a little bit of difficulty expressing himself, you know, talking. Yeah. Which is... It's, oh, it's like totally taken up on that. Kind of, but his base, the base is also like, you know, you can't even string a word together. I'm like, the dude had a stroke, but he's, he's healing from it. Give him a second. But the deal is, Dr. Oz apparently has, and this is what Fetterman brought up in their debate, I guess, has killed over 300 dogs as medical research. Oh, I read that. Yep. Um, he's also harmed pigs, rabbits, and rodents. And the thing is, okay, so Jezebel broke this story. And then when asked, uh, when a campaign spokesperson was asked about it, his quote was, only the idiots at Newsweek believe what they read at Jezebel. Wow. I mean, that, that, that right there is a dismissal of women because Jezebel is a distinctly female-centric, Female yep. um, you know, publication. Here's the thing, and I've talked about this many times. I would almost do human testing than animal testing because humans could sign a waiver and say... Yeah, you can sign off on it. I I've done that think, for beauty products. I think animal testing is... I, I just... I was going to say unless of... I mean, it's the cure for cancer, but I still don't understand how injecting a rat with chemotherapy is, mm -hmm. is any way, shape, or form going to... But Well, I the reason so they cruel. use rats is because they're so prone to tumors. Okay. And so that's why they use rats because they know very quickly if this is going to be a, if it's going to cause tumors. Right. So I understand the reasoning behind it, but at the same time, it's like, it's a, too. it's a living creature. I do too. And, and I'm torn for medical stuff, but for mm -hmm. sure for beauty products. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. don't need a rabbit to die to tell me if mm -hmm. I could use this mascara or, or not. Just don't put fucking bullshit in it. Yeah. Don't put things I can't pronounce in my makeup products and guess what I won't or my hair products or my skincare right. or anything like that and that's the thing I'm a diehard carnivore people I've said so on this show a hundred times you will not get me to stop eating meat but in situations where I can choose a free-range chicken I will right or when it comes time to vote for I remember several years ago here in California there was a bill up that was going to require chicken farmers egg supplier egg farmers to create more humane, right. um, you know, living situations right. for their chickens. And yes. I voted for that knowing that the price of eggs would rise and right. they did, but I'm okay with that, you know, because I'm like the least we can do for animals who are going to become our food is to is not, give them a damn right. good life and to not, and to not have them suffer. Yeah. But here's the thing, being a former, being an ex evangelical Christian and being raised to believe, like literally being taught from the pulpit that we have, and the Bible even says this, we have been given by God dominion over the beasts of the field and the birds of the air. But that has been taught to us as we can do whatever the fuck we want with animals. We can eat them, we can experiment on them because we are superior. And we make our clothes out of them. Yep. And here's the thing, the evangelical community is not going to care that he killed, killed over 300 dogs because they're gonna be like well somebody's got to do the research 
that's not like as much as I understand Fetterman is reaching out to animal lovers. Right. But ten, nine times out of 10, an animal lover is probably leaning left. They're not leaning right. So as far as I can see, when I read this story, I was like, that, that's not the way to go. You're trying to get to the touchy feels of a community that has touchy no touchy feels. feels. And that's a really, you know, they love their own dogs. They love their own pets, but they're not experimenting on their dogs right. or pets. Right. You know, they don't care. They, <sighs> they, they don't care. You know, what was it? Sarah Palin said something like, oh, I love animals. Something about, I love my cow right next to the potatoes and the peas or something like that. You know, something really, really disgusting like that. And I just, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like. That, like that's going to be, no pun intended, a nothing burger for yeah. Fetterman in that yeah. regard. Which is sad. And um, I just, I can't even tell you folks how much I just abhor Dr. Oz. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he's getting close and the fact that we're having yeah, this close. conversation about that and Herschel Walker. And I just... Just the garbage people that the Republican Party is putting up. They're putting trotting forth. them out like... Here we have to, and it's very. They strategic. know they'll fall in line with exactly. McConnell's agenda. Don't think that this is not strategic. It's we are putting 1, a black man in Georgia. We are putting Dr. Oz here. We are putting, mm -hmm. you know, these blue-collar, this crazy woman in was it Nevada? Was it somewhere? One of the Nevada, New Mexico, or Arizona? One of those three states where she just beat a very reasonable. Uh, Republican oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. incumbent. She's a crazy Trumpanzee. You must know this. Yeah, tell Please us who it was. I can't think Sue of her Thatcher, name. Thatcher, our, our fact checker, will. These extremists. These extremists are winning their primaries. And here's another thing I learned too. I heard this from The View. Another thing. Sorry, I didn't. I was like, why is she ringing the bell? I don't even know. Okay. Um, the Democratic Party is actually, I think this is, I don't think this is a good idea, but they are putting money behind these extremist Republicans because they think that the Democrat can beat the extremist because they're counting on the fact that the, that the no. extreme right people are fringe and, and they're not incorrect in that way. There are they're way not. more Democrats and left-leaning But left we are Indies. seeing that these wackadoodle QAnon, Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene, People are still winning. Yeah. So I feel like it's a Hail Mary that is a real, real... I can only hope that, like, when Obama decided to bail out the car industry, that was a freaking Hail Mary that yep. could have gone either way. And right. lucky for him, it worked. And I feel like they're trying to do that with this election. And it's not, it's, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of that because we ended up with an extremist in the white house for four years yep. and it's not going to be difficult no. it's, to get it's, them in as governors. And, oh. and if we have these fuckwads, sorry, I'm cussing up a storm today. If we have these Cretans running states, then because of the overturn of turning of Roe versus Wade, these creeps will take abortion away entirely yep. in their state. Yep. And that's, uh, that's what you guys, we are at war. We are. I cannot, we cannot scream this in your faces more. We, we are complacent. at war. To time to be political, apolitical or yep. complacent it's over. is over. It's over. Okay. So speaking of crazy pants, fringy Republicans, <laughs> How's that for a segue? Speaking of Oz. Yeah, there we go. The Witches of Oz. Let's 
the land of Oz. Let's talk about the witches. So um, Halloween's almost nigh upon us. Nigh. Yes. It's nigh, which I'm very excited. Um, so Hocus Pocus 2 just came out on Disney+. Plus. Which yes. I saw, and it's wonderful. Yeah. If you loved the first one, you'll absolutely love the second one. Well, for I sure. love all three of them, although... Three of them? There's only two. Oh, you love the three ladies? Yes. Oh, Although, um, yeah, no, although Bette Midler has been uh, accused of being um, a turf, which is um, anti-trans woman, anti-trans feminist. Yeah, which we'll talk about maybe on another show. But yeah, she said something like, um, women, they're trying to take away our name. They're now calling us people having vaginas and people who menstruate. They're taking away the term women from us and we have to fight back against this. And trans women have had a problem with that. Okay. But that's a whole other thing. Okay, so um, a woman. You have thoughts on that. We need to do a Texas, show on that. Yeah, okay. Texas. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, a, an evangelical Christian woman in Texas. Went Surprise. On, yeah. Uh, went on the Twitter and post, uh, Twitter or Instagram, one of the two. Facebook actually. <laughs> That's okay. My fact checker. The social medias. And, and here's my favorite thing. Her name is Jamie Gooch. And if that doesn't sound like a witch name. Well, first of all, Gooch is like another name for a guy's taint. And, like she, my uh, my, my Gooch. and she owns, they own a farm. It's the Gooch family farm. Doesn't that sound like, that sounds like, what was the name? What was the witch's name in The Wizard of Oz? I feel like it was like Agnes Gooch or something. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so Gooch sounds like somebody living uh, uh, as a witch in in society so it sounds like a witch name anyway mm -hmm. so she went on and started talking about how y'all if you let your kids watch hocus pocus too <laughs> here's a quote is your mind and your child's mind strong enough to ward off the hypnotization and bewitching that is coming through the screen to aid in the disintegration disintegration of coming evil oh is it disintegration Whatever, something I can't read my own fucking writing. Um, <laughs> de oh, 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 disintegration. Oh. No, um, denigration, dissension. To aid in the yeah, whatever dissension of or um, of coming evil in this world. Don't fall victim to the schemes of hell. Oh my lord! And she said it grieves her to expose her kids to this darkness. And here's my quote. Everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any spell they right. want to. You know, as a person who knows Wiccan people, that's not how spells work. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's not how spells work. And then she was going they on. They can't to, jump through your screen. Right. I'm sorry. And she said, and the whole purpose behind them is to take the souls of children so that they don't age. And, you know, that is the, that, but. Yeah. Oh my gosh, y'all. And then um, Darcy found this and showed it to me. So I'll mm. let you talk about, um, what's her name? Blair Erskine. Okay. She's a writer for Kimmel and posted a response video. Uh, like made herself hilarious. look. She actually kind of looks like the she lady. Does. She does. And then she was like, so I was in the kitchen frying up some cheese for dinner. That started off. Me I was too. like, I knew this was I'm like, this can't be real. She's frying cheese for dinner. Seriously. Right. And she's like, and you know, every mama bear knows that when you hear your child cry, mama, mama, there's a witch in the live. There's a witch in the house. No, nothing scarier than hearing your child say, mama, there's a witch in the house. Those six words. There's nothing scarier. <laughs> and then 
she goes out, sees their names, their oh, names God, were like Gregola and like Lissamina or something. Their na- her names were hilarious. But we'll she try went on and on. She was it. like, I went in there and saw that there was a witch on my TV and Hocus Pocus is trying to kill your children. And then she said, and this so killed funny. me, she said, Things that come on the TV will come on you, and I don't want <laughs> Bette Midler coming on me or my children. <laughs> my god lady here's the thing um when i oh so many and things. she said the devil found my channel changer because they were watching a good wholesome oh movie like, yes right like old yeller when i went into the kitchen yes <laughs> The, the devil, devil found my channel changer. <laughs> here's one thing that the, the original tech, Jamie Gooch, said was like, you know, just I just want to open the conversation and start thinking for yourself. And I'm like, lady, thinking the only for yourself. reason you think this way is because <laughs> someone freaking told you to think this way from, from a pulpit. pulpit. Yep. You know, but I got to say, in in I again, bringing up the ex-evangelical that is Darcy, I grew up in that house and in that kind of a home where it was believed that anything you watched I have two little stories i hope you guys will indulge me in they don't have a choice um no they don't have a choice so here we go but when i was younger in high school you know our family went through a period of halloween is evil we're not celebrating halloween but and my sister and i really had to fight with our parents and when i say our parents i'm gonna say mom dad just tried not to rock the boat god bless him Mom decided we weren't doing Halloween anymore. And Joe and I, my sister's a devil's holiday. Jody Ann and I, my sister, sorry, just named you, whatever. Um, <laughs> really fought with them to allow us to take our littlest sister and little brother trick-or-treating. Because I remember going to a house of um, David Payanathith. He was Indian and his family was from India and they didn't celebrate Halloween because it's just, it's just not a holiday for right, them over there, right? right? So. He would stay home and I remember a bunch of us were going around, you know, from school and we knocked, ended up at his house and we're like, come with us, David, come with us. And his parents were like, no, no, no. The next day we all have our bags of candy and we're talking about what a great time we had and poor David was sitting there and had no experience of that and probably felt terribly left out. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure he's fine now because he ended up skipping the next grade and I'm sure he owns half of the country or something at this point. Right. He's a super smart kid. Like a chemical but, engineer or yeah, something right now. Something yeah. like that. But, you know, I never forgot the look on his face when, you know, kids were doing, you know, talking about the, all the fun that they had just trick-or-treating. And kids don't know from what the heck they're doing. They're just, just candy. They're getting candy. They're getting candy and, and that's it. And you get it. to dress up. For yeah. me, it was getting to dress up in the costume. Yeah. It's and still then is. also, and then and the thing is, my dad was so great at costumes. I remember he dressed my little sister as chemical waste Oh one my year. God, that's one of my favorite he used to, pictures. It's so great. It, he used to work at a chemical company and he brought home a big chemical bin that had been washed out, of course, you know, bin for chemicals and like goggles and, you know, five seconds short of a hazmat suit and put her all in it. She went as chemical waste and was brilliant. And, um, and so it was, I was like, we, this is not something I want my little brother and sister to experience being the one kid in class Who that didn't, didn't get, to, get to do yeah. it. And then in high school that we were in high school at this point, And then one year mom and dad said, you can have a harvest party. Yeah, that's what this woman said, yep, too. They celebrate, they celebrate harvest. the harvest. But we had a freaking... People could wear costumes. It was a freaking Halloween party, you know? And so it was just like... And then the other story is 
speaking of witches, is we were, it was very, things were not allowed to be seen in our house that, that we thought bad things could jump out of the screen and get us. And I remember being with a couple girlfriends and they were like, well, let's go to a movie. We want to see Witches of Eastwick. So I went, knowing that it probably wouldn't be great, called my mom from the place to let her know where I was because that was always the rule. You, I, if I think you're here and you change locations, you must call me and tell me you're changing yeah. locations, which is perfectly fair and good parenting. But I called from the movie theater and um, she's like, what do you mean you're seeing a movie? What movie? And I'm like, which is a Eastwick? She's like, you stay right there. I'm coming to get you. She's like, and I was mortified mortified my mother doesn't listen to this show my dad and his stepmom and my stepmom might but i'm I, i'm sorry i am uh, owning that that was absolutely wrong and ridiculous of her yeah because <laughs> it was just a silly movie and it's like th this is a thing it things only have power if you give it to them absolutely and to live in fear of everything your child sees or hears is you're you're giving it over. If you believe in God and the devil, you're giving it over to the devil. Right, you are giving, opening the door for him. Absolutely. Not the movie, not the music. Your fear is. Period. Boom. There it is. So yeah. Jamie Gooch. Crazy so, yeah, lady. what um what were your mortifying experiences? And if you raised you were raised in a house that didn't celebrate Halloween, how did it make you feel? Yeah. Um or what are some of your favorite um moments and we would love to see costumes yes all month long give us your costumes yes, show please, us please and we'll give shout outs to yeah. our shows leading up to halloween about the best so please please and we'll put this on facebook call out for halloween pictures we yeah. want to see costumes totally we want to see costumes and we're going to our yearly party yes this is the first year that it's beyond our covid bubble right and i'm very excited about that Me to too. see people that that um and, and they have a great costume party every year. And I actually have a costume this year. I'm so excited. I do too. And mine's so ridiculous. And I'm so excited. <laughs> I cannot wait to do this costume. And it makes me laugh every time I think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly always wins the, the prizes. She I'm always comes in. A few years in a row. Uh, I'm very proud of that. Yes. So, uh, yes. yes, please show us your costumes. And if you have, please, please, please ask us for... Um, Ask us your our opinions yes, on your stuff. Yes, your questions for um, advice and things. And interact with us. What do you think about these races? Um, yeah. Uh, who's running? Do you agree that the Republicans are just trotting out, very systematically trotting out people who they think might win and they're insulting the intelligence of Republicans in those states? So, mm -hmm. um, folks, we don't have a show if you don't interact with us. Well, sure. I mean, we still do. We'll still talk, <laughs> we'll but still talk. we'd rather like have said, you interact with welcome us. Welcome to our therapy. We might have to change the name of the show. <laughs> right. Therapy. <laughs> therapy with Darcy and Kelly. <laughs> um, so please follow us on the, on the internets. Mm -hmm. uh, find us. Facebook. Interact with us on Facebook. It's probably the and best place. And we always have to give a shout out to our fact checker, um, Susan Thatcher, who mm -hmm. actually, um, she like live tweets our show every week or live posts our show <laughs> as she's watching it. Yeah. I mean, listening to it. Sorry. It's been a while since we watched it. Yeah. Um, but it's great. It's really entertaining if you want to even just read her comments. But <laughs> um, so thank you, Susan, for that. 
Yes. Um, thank and you. thank you, Mark, the intern, who has been in England for several weeks, and I think for another week yet, and he's still managing to upload our show for us thank over the you. pond, across the pond, and making it happen. We love you. Thank you so much. Yes, and thank you, listeners. Yes. Um, we will see. Well, see. I don't know why all of a sudden I'm going back, reverting back to when we used to put on makeup <laughs> and do this show. We are hopefully thinking. That, you know, that we will be able to do. We a, will at some point. Maybe we'll do a holiday live show. That that'd, would be be great. Yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, stay safe, stay sane. And healthy and hopeful. Thanks, thingies. Ciao.